0: Thank you. We are live. Hey y'all! <laughs>
1: hey, Notice how we bye, all went we went <laughs> mo- <laughs> silent. We are live. <laughs> talking hella shit. All of a sudden, we're live. Fuck! Shut up. Yeah. Uh,
0: right. We don't know what to Ooh. say when we're not talking shit.
1: Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, hi, people who may or may not be here yet. I'm not. I'm not ready, apparently. Let me hop on this chat. Okay. Any Hi. But. Because apparently I'm tongue tied and don't
2: know how to get started today. It's an off weekend. It's an off weekend. I'm
0: Before we get into the nitty gritty, we are the bitchy witchies. If you don't know us, stick around. And if you like what you hear and see, then click that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and do all that stuff. Just please take note that our name is
1: Bishy Wishies. That should give you us in a nutshell. So (laughs) if you're easily offended or if you like to get snippy, we're probably snippier. So calm down. (laughs) Uh, go take a Anywho, seat <laughs> also another thing before we get started um, don't forget we have a four book series on amazon brandy boo has books on or a book on amazon uh, so check those out you can find them pretty easily by just typing in bitchy witchy's books on amazon um, follow links- us on all
0: our socials we're pretty links much will everywhere. Also be in the description links to the books will be in the description as well yeah, eventually, eventually. Not right, not right this second.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, oh, hi, Clyde. I sees you.
0: It's the little brother. Hi, Clyde. oh Aww. <laughs> <laughs> enough of that mushy stuff.
1: <laughs> the the one who's the least mushy oh, here just hi, got guy. mushy. How cute! Oh shit! <laughs> I can hear me. I can hear me somewhere. Somebody Sorry. got me. Okay. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so today we will be talking about spiritual nose. And what is that, you may ask? Lots of shit. So first, <laughs> before we <laughs> spin off into other what it may uh, entail, this was an idea I had a while back because if you've been around for a while, you've probably heard me go off on rants about how I do not like spell kits or buying spell oils from other practitioners. Um, and my stance on that is really adamant. I have never purchased a spell oil or a spell kit or a spell powder. I feel like making those things is part of the practice, part of the spell, part of the working, whatever you want to call it. So, if I buy it from another practitioner, I just feel like you either have too much of a part in what I'm doing, or I'm relying on you for something that I should be doing. Now, I understand not everybody feels this way. I know some people, there are different levels of spoonies out there who cannot, for whatever reasons, do it. That's fine. Do you, this is just my stance.
0: Um, and that's but I think that's I the just... whole point is the, do you part. That's the whole yeah. point. No. The listen. Yeah. You're, you listen that, listen to that in yourself.
1: Yeah. And, and that's right. kind of, that's kind of the bigger point here is that this is basically the, the point of the topic is if it's a no for you, it's a no for you. It may be a yes for somebody else, but it's a fucking no for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and to elaborate on that, my stance is that should practitioners make spell oils to sell? Yes. For customers or people who need workies. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody here does. We all do. All four of us do. (laughs) You can buy a spell oil from anybody here. You can probably buy a spell kit from anybody here, but I personally sell those to people, um, Either who don't do their own workings or who want me to do a working for them. I don't. Um, I don't particularly see. have other people do workings for me, which is why I end mm-hmm. up not doing that.
3: See, like my my thing is the reason why I don't purchase from other practitioners is because I don't know what the hell's in Made right.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, because like um, you were saying um, earlier. Um, oh, go ahead. Like you were saying earlier, you know some of them not, aren't even with their labels
3: <laughs> it's exactly it's like like it's, a lot of them will just use like like it's it's more about like making money while saving money like they don't really give a shit what's in there like they'll just like put some random shit together and then slap a label on it saying love oil and, if not, <laughs> and it's not and the pre-made chicken
1: rub for. also has rosemary
3: in it <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and like and I, I like i do tell people like you know i forge my own ingredients i make them uh, using uh you know correct planetary astrological hourly correspondences and they are all made in accordance with traditional ritual practices so like i know like some may have the same stance it's like okay well how do i know that and i actually did an ingredients list all of my shit i'll be like this is exactly what's in it um you could um if you don't believe me that's fine then don't buy it <laughs> i'm like this is just what i have but yeah like that's that's my stance on it. it's like i don't know like what is in it or if it's,
1: and i but i feel know, like that's more of a, a a practitioner or practitioner problem i feel like a mundane person coming to you for a working isn't going to one mm-hmm. know what goes in it anyway to to right. question you on it they're just going to be like hey can you help me if so? cool i here's my money do what i what do i need to do um
3: okay. that's fine that, that's a point too it's like um even when the mundane people do buy my products
1: I want it to work them. like yes <laughs> like
3: I, I I like my shit to work
1: <laughs> yeah I mean and that just kind of boils down to ethics which if you've listened to us for any period of time you know that all of us take that very seriously so we're not going to try to play you on ingredients anyway yeah. but um but one of the main things that I have made points to mention is that If you are a practitioner, unless you're working with somebody or you need some kind of specialty that you're not um, so much well-versed in, why are you not doing it yourself? Why are you not doing your own workings? Why are you not doing your own readings? Why are you not making your own oils? Why are you not making your own powders? Um, Why are you not fixing your own candles, loading your own candles, whatever you want to call it? Um, Because that's what practitioners do
3: exactly and like i don't understand that either because to me like that's just fun and it's like oh well like like i'm a i'm i'm a lazy wish. this takes all the guesswork out of it and it's like like why is it a chore like if you want to practice then why is you know making the stuff why does it feel like a chore or like oh my god do i have to it's like to me like that's the, that's the fun part i love the work
0: I, I think I that, think for you know, some know. some people though I will have to say you know in defense of some people especially newer practitioners one they may not feel ready to do it two they may not feel that they know enough about it um, and so i think that's where Hestia's point really comes to it, to play you know talking about the spiritual no as in you know it then then at that point if you do feel Feel like, for example, if you have to still go out and buy those particular products—a spell kit, a spell oil, what have you—you you know that um, not only do you do your mundane research, but listen to yourself, listen to what's going on inside, and if it doesn't feel right—or whatever word you mm-hmm. want to call it—listen mm-hmm. um, to that. Listen to that. that. That is a very good point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: R- I was like- R- Go ahead, Brandy, and then oh, I kind of so, want to mention was going to say. I was gonna going to say, like, when I was younger, I mean, I was, and when I first started, you know. You were younger? Then, I was much younger, <laughs> you know, like, I didn't know where to start. I love months. that. I love that you had to say I was. I really was. I was at one point in my life. <laughs> but, like, like I, I went to shops that I felt right in, but then there's also sometimes that I go in there and, like, to certain things just didn't feel clicky to me. Like, I don't know, like you say this is for this, but like just there's something about it that doesn't make it feel right to me. So I don't want to get it. And that's one of the reasons I started learning herbalism at a young age and diving deeper into it because I wanted to be able to make my own stuff because a lot of times I'd go in there and they'd be trying to force me to buy some, some specific oil or a specific blend and it was like, but I don't it doesn't it doesn't feel right, doesn't smell right, I don't know. Mm. I have I have kind of a life hack for that but it only I don't know not every,
1: but this obviously won't work for everybody but I have a husband who doesn't practice at all so if I need something from a shop I'll send him so they can't sell him anything because he's like I don't know what that is I'm not buying it I don't care this is what she sent me for this is what I'm getting goodbye <laughs> <laughs> right there you go there's a perfect life hack um okay so right. <laughs> some of the comments um alternative witchy unicorn said hey I'm a spoonie but I also love making my own stuff it's fun plus I don't have a lot of money it just may take me a while to get it done yeah Um, when I I, I'm a spoonie too we've had other spoonie witches on as well Um, and yeah a lot of us do still do our own stuff I do my own stuff Um, I'm just saying that I do also know spoonies who sometimes they live life with less spoons than we do, and they don't have a choice. They have to go to other people, but to, that kind of plays into something that Fearless said. And hi, Fearless, um, she said that she, uh, she says, I use products from trusted sources only, usually just items I am not capable of making for one reason or another. Once I can make it on my own, I do. I feel more connected to the item that way. I also love supporting other practitioners when possible
3: exactly i was yeah. just actually gonna say that i was
1: just yeah. gonna say that
3: like um i i do like um like a, sometimes it's like okay i don't have this shit i don't have the shit to make it and um if it needs to be done quickly then it's like okay i have a professional to make it and i trust them so okay i'm gonna buy it from them because i need it right away i don't have time to you know go shopping
0: but, yeah. but I think that's a really important word that she used there, which is she, trusted source. In other yes, words, exactly. you know, she's, she's not just knee jerking and just, mm-hmm. you know, looking up on Amazon and, you know, and buying something because it says, you know, spell oil on it. Like she exactly. is, she is heating her spiritual nose. She's, go, she's going for something that she, that she feels right about. And, you know, right. again, I think that that's the point you know, that, that we're trying to make, you know, there's, there's a lot of pressure, I think, especially for those who are newer, you know, to, to do this or that. Um, and I think sometimes that causes one to ignore what they may be feeling inside or intuitively. Um, and yes, some, some can call it, you know a spiritual communication of some sort. Some can call it intuition, whatever you want to call it. You know, when you, when you ignore that, you don't pay attention or you downplay that, you know, it's, that um, it, it can be risky sometimes. And and a lot of times you don't realize until after the fact, when you, when you kick yourself in, and said, I knew I shouldn't have gotten that, or I knew I should have, shouldn't have listened to that. Um, and, and, but you did mm-hmm. because you, mm-hmm. you ignored And that that also goes for
2: spell spell work or workings in general like you know social media there's a ton of things posted daily hourly minutely on here's a spell for this and this and that and if you see that and you're like oh I really need that but then there's something about it that you just doesn't feel right to you don't push that don't don't sit there and try to force it because it's what everybody else is doing
3: yeah, right, exactly.
2: so I've seen a lot of and, that in, yeah. like, the community.
3: Like, right, and everybody, like, everyone's energy is different. Like, what works for some may not work for others. So it's, yeah. like, it's good to, like, find your, your own path, your own niche, and, you know, really try to, you know, ex- um, experiment in your own craft, find your own craft, and figure out, like, what works for you and what doesn't, so that way you can formulate your own, you know, Unique system of witchcraft, and and that's you know basically where it comes from because the magic is not you know it's not in the oil it's in you you you're making it with your hands when you're casting a spell the magic is not in the words it's in it's in you
0: exactly <laughs> yeah
3: exactly it's, it's not about the right words or the right whatever it's it's about the right feeling
0: <laughs> yeah and... yeah <laughs>
2: yeah because I mean that's that's a lot that's going on these days people are seeing posted spell works or workings or anything and they think because it's out there it, they, they have to do it or they're like oh well I got this off of you know Instagram or I got this off of TikTok and it worked for them but it's not well, working not for- to mention not only do they see that and feel like, that's the, what they have to do. But
1: some of these assholes are out here like, this is how you have to do it. Anything else is wrong. Any other <laughs> way is wrong. You can only do this with this. This is the only ingredient that does this. This is the only way. And it's just like, your education is severely lacking.
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. But you know what?
3: Exactly. You know what? I'll be like, okay, so I'm looking over your spell. And um, if you go in proper... Uh, like spellcrafter in uh, the art of incantation, uh, the way it's written is
0: backwards. Rich.
3: Like this was a lacking <laughs> and then what's needed.
0: <laughs> I, I think though, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up, Hestia, because there are a lot of people out there um, on YouTube, on Instagram, you know, you might hear them say it, you might read, they they say that. And I think especially with the newer practitioners, you're not yet at that point that you feel confident enough. Um, so like inside you may be feeling that what they're saying is not quite right, but their outward voice is louder than your inner voice.
1: Yeah. And and you have to learn how to listen to that inner voice. Cause that's yeah. where that no mm-hmm. is coming from and you
0: need to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, people exactly. are going to define where that communication has come from. Some people are saying it's my spirit guide. Some will say it's my higher self. Some will say it's my ancestor. Some will say or my it's intuition. Deity. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. will say it's your intuition, you know, whatever you call it, it's coming to you for a reason. And so, mm-hmm. uh, take that time to, to analyze that for a little bit and think about that. Um, uh somebody speaking very loud and with authority can be very intimidating i get it oh yeah right oh, yeah, for especially... everybody but for some people it will be you know and but that's but that's where you got to take a step back and really you know look inwards and um, learn how to develop your inner voice whatever that may be to be just as authoritative exactly right. And what I know that's mean? easier said than done. I get that. But, you know, that's that's really our message.
2: Especially when you're new to this and you've got people in your face, like, aggressively telling you things. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, it's very intimidating, especially with all these platforms out there these days. And, you know, it being everywhere. And, you know, you've come into this place and you've got a thousand people telling you this is wrong. That's wrong. You have to do it this way. You have to do it that way. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. but all these people are saying it, so it must be that way. No, it is not. Well, um, no. Another reason. thing.
1: Hold on. Let's see. Somebody asked, Um. Alternative Witchy Unicorn asked, do you have any videos on witches with aphantasia? I don't know if we have a specific video on it. We have discussed it. We have talked about it. Yeah, we have. Um."
0: But yeah. but real
1: quick to kind of go back to what but Bella we can was saying, I, I
0: I can do a video on that because I've, I've done a lot of uh, conversations about that. And uh, yeah, uh,
1: that's something we've discussed quite a bit, but yeah. I think
0: a, maybe a, uh, a specific video
1: on that would be good. But yeah. to build off of what Bella was saying is one, if your inner voice isn't very loud yet, um, or if you haven't trained yourself to trust your intuition, um, That can be hard in and of itself. But also if you deal with any kind of anxiety or mental disorders that make you not trust or not trust yourself or not trust your feelings, um, it can be even more difficult. And it's just something that gets better with time and effort, uh, shadow work, putting in the time and you have Mm -hmm. to practice and you have to you. In the spiritual world, you have to eventually learn how to not be passive. You, This isn't really the kind of world where you can just let the wind blow you however you want, because you're going to end up in fucked up situations. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why you have to learn how to be like, okay, these are my principles and I'm going to stand on it. And Even if the other lady or other person is screaming at you that you're wrong, if you know you're right and if your practice is going right, if everything you're doing is going right, if it feels right, do that. It does exactly. not matter what somebody else is saying. It doesn't matter how
0: loud it, they're saying it. it. doesn't matter how aggressive they're saying it.
3: Exactly. This, exactly this, this is gonna how, to be really, saying.
0: really, this is gonna be really, really tricky what I'm about to say, okay? Um, but at some point, at some point, um, when we are a child, when we are new at something, you know, we fall, we make mistakes but we get up, we learn from our mistakes. You know, there's going to be Mm -hmm. times where some idiot is going to yell at you and say, no, it must be X, Y, Z. And you feel in your heart that no, it needs to be Z, X, Y. You know, Mm -hmm. but then you find out at the end of the day that that person was right. Don't let let yourself get discouraged. Use that as a learning point that exactly. doesn't mean that doesn't mean then that now i oh i really should have listened to that person now i must listen to that person no it's it, like it just <laughs> yeah it, it, it just means that you have more developing to do with that inner voice um exactly. and, and, and it's it's a learning opportunity and i know i sound like a teacher familiar. but <laughs> no it really yeah, so is it a failure, learning
3: opportunity it, it is like mistakes are not failures like like it's it's a it is it's a learning curve like okay well now i know now i know and you come out more knowledgeable you've grown like just like you said you you have grown because now you know and you know yeah
0: yeah
1: and again to kind of spin off of something that we discussed when we were talking about ageism is that doesn't have a time frame and it doesn't have an age on it. That experience comes from just yeah. lived experiences. I mean, um, before Jason joined us, we were dealing with somebody who we considered a friend and everything. And we all felt a rift there, but we all just kind of ignored it until we couldn't anymore. And we're all different ages. We've all been practicing different times, but we all questioned our intuition for one reason or another. Um, And it's just, you know, that's what it is. So don't, don't beat yourself up about, oh, I should have listened to my gut feeling about this Um, because I know me personally, I tended to really question my intuition for the first few years of my practice based on my anxiety issues. And I would always be like, well, is it, is it my intuition or is it my anxiety? What, what is making me question this person? Is it because I'm anxious or is it because it's really like a gut feeling? And I had to learn how to really pay attention. And um, like Pagan coffee talk mentioned in the chat, meditation helped. I had to meditate and actually focus on where in my body I felt the pool of energy. So it got to be where I noticed if it was an energy pool that I was feeling in my head, like in my temples or in the, like my gut, that's my intuition. If it was like an anxious feeling in my chest, Like I couldn't breathe or my heart was beating. It was my anxiety. That's just my example. It's just maybe something you guys could build off of if it's something you're dealing with and want to explore. But that's what it was for me. I had to meditate. I had to do shadow work. I had to really start trusting
0: those gut feelings and and going with them. Um, But here's the thing though, you know, we are literally here on this planet right now because we are going through a spiritual journey you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reality is, is that we're going to continue to make mistakes. And like Hesia said, there is and and Jason, you know, there's a learning curve. There is a, you, know, you get to a point, a point where you learn to trust yourself, but um, even when you do get over that hump, you're going to have downtime. You're going to have down points. I mean, I, I am, I am obviously the oldest in this group. I'm probably old enough to be Jason's mother and I still have moments where I have that doubt and and I, and I question myself. And so it's, it's not about you're gonna get to a place where everything's gonna be perfect and, and you're gonna you know listen to yourself every single time. You're gonna make mistakes, you know you're gonna falter. Um, but it's what you do with that. And again, I'll say the same thing. It's a learning experience. You're going to have to figure out why did I, why did I choose not to listen to myself that time? What was going on in my head? Maybe it is like what Hestia was saying. So, you know, maybe it was my anxiety coming up. Maybe it was my my, uh, low self-esteem. Maybe I have some more shadow work to do. Um, It's a constant growing, a constant process. You know, we're not telling you that one day you're going to wake wake up and go, I'm going to listen to myself every day because I'm just perfect. Um, yeah <laughs> I mean if if we were like that we would we, we wouldn't be here I mean also um,
2: having a good group of people to to speak to and like you know bounce your feelings or your thoughts off of and you know a good group of people you know like you guys, like you know how I get sometimes because I do have anxiety and depression and stuff like that and like I'll come to you guys and I'm like, I just don't feel right. Or this is my problem. Having a good group of people is one of those things that will help you also figure yourself out. Because if you have good people and they're telling you, bitch, come on, use your head. Or, you know, what are you feeling? Or how does it make you feel? Like, that's a good foundation to help you too. Like, people telling you, oh no, you're okay, just do it or you know, bullshit like that. Like if you don't have those people who are gonna sit there and be all questioning you to make you think of what's going on, it it, you're just gonna sit there stagnant or not following who who you are and what you need to do.
3: Exactly. It's like it comes down to it's like do you want me to tell you what you want to hear or what you need to hear?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So real quick, um, Pagan coffee talk said, then how do you teach someone to stand on your own? There is something to be said about how you pick yourself back up. Sometimes that is the lesson and fearless said, it depends on the person. Some learn best by jumping in the deep end and others best on an incline. Um, yeah, I agree. Like I've mentioned this before, different people learn different ways. Some people is sink Mm -hmm. or swim. And that's the only way they learn. Cause it's like, okay, if I don't swim, I'm going to fucking die. Um, so some people, that's how they learn. Some people are hard headed and unless it's a life or death situation, they're not It's not going to click for them. I Mm -hmm. spent a good majority of my life having to learn the hard way. Um, other people are more Timid, and they're going to listen to your life experience. And they're like, I don't even want to experience that. So I'm going to learn from you living that. Um, so it just depends. Um, again, talking to people. Um, if you're in the position of a teacher, you need to understand your student. If you're in the position of a student, you need to find the right teacher for you because some teachers are going to throw you into a swimming pool and you don't know how to swim
0: and you're going to die. You're going to drown. Mm-hmm. But you know what, there's some things that you can only teach so much. And I'm going to go back to my example that I used earlier, a a toddler, an early toddler who was just learning how to walk. Um, For those of us who are parents, um, you, you know that when you watched your little toddler starting to learn how to walk, how many times they fell, you wanted to help them. You might have even tried to show them some things. It might have worked, it might have not. They're at at some point, they had to figure it out on their own. So, Mm -hmm. um, So Pagan Talk's question is a good question. But at the same time, I don't think there really is a solid, definitive answer. We can yeah, give even kids.
1: even with your example, because even with your example, when kids are learning themselves, some of those kids are going to keep standing up on their own and falling on their ass over and over. Others are going <laughs> to grab a hold of a table and balance on the table. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah, every, can tell you everybody's from learning example yeah. I, like,
2: yeah. from Bella's point of view. I had one who. Literally figured it all out on his own, and then I had one who I had to constantly help and show and figure it out. But I'm not yeah. gonna talk about that because I'll have a mom moment because my son's birthday is in a couple weeks, and I'm Aww. gonna have a mommy meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> but the point, the point being is that um, there are some
0: things in life, and I truly believe this is one of them, that we can we can teach and show and suggest up to a certain point but then it it really falls into the hands of that individual at some point whether we like it or not There's, exactly
3: and that's what I, it, it
0: becomes out of what? our hands alternative which sorry, unicorn yeah. says um i'm a beginner and
1: learning very slowly because of aphantasia so i have to learn differently yeah everybody learns differently everybody some people um are going to are going to progress rapidly some people it's going to take them more time it doesn't make you less powerful less intelligent it's just a different path that's all
0: and she's really inspiring me i will i will make that video on aphantasia this week because i will tell you no i don't have that problem however i have worked with uh, or i should say i've had enough conversation with people through the years and not just for magic practice actually um where, um, you know, I can say pretty confidently that that's not going to stop you. Is it going to be harder? Are there going to be some obstacles? Absolutely. But, but don't let that stop you because it doesn't have to. There are ways. There are ways to get around that. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So to move on to the
1: next kind of quote, spiritual no. um, Bella, did you want to go on your example now did
0: i have one i didn't know I had you said, <laughs> you, said you, you said you wanted to you had something too uh well it was more of off of jason's example it was like a oh, well so, jason do you oh, want to do yours then <laughs> do, you, do you remember yours
3: <laughs> uh, yeah like uh when i think of spiritual nose i think i was thinking of like um if something is not really meant for for you and it's not really like force it so for example if um, someone really wants to uh, practice a particular uh, system of magic but they just like can't really grasp it then that could mean that you know it's just maybe try a different path like don't don't try to force it because no matter how much like you may be i guess drawn to that particular path but it's just you know it just doesn't really Go well with your energy. Uh, you may admire it, but maybe it's like it just doesn't mesh well with your your being or your energy.
0: But you know, that I, goes I, back and forth. I I love oh, that go you said that. I love that you said that. Um, that um, you might admire it. I think sometimes people get that confused. You know, there's things that we can look at, mundane or magical, where we're just like, that is so badass, and you want yes. to be a part of it. Um, but it's just not for you. And when I say it's not for you, meaning like, you know, like what J- the example Jason was giving, um, it's you just can't grasp it. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Your, it's just not your thing. Um, that doesn't make you lesser than it, it does. That's nothing. It has nothing to do with better than or lesser than it means. It just simply means that's not for you. And Is that quite a spiritual no? In a roundabout way, it is because you have approached it from a uh, more of an intellectual approach, thinking I can do this. Uh, But oftentimes it doesn't click because it's an aspect of your spirituality that's pushing back, that it's just not letting it click um and that's not anything to to um to feel down about it may be disappointing i'm not going to deny that especially when you think like that is really cool i want to play but you can't you know i i mentioned that uh, i think a couple of episodes ago when i talked about uh techno psionic magic like i Mm -hmm. i look at that with awe i mean i'm just like but I I I I know there's no way that I'm going to be able to do that. Am I bummed? Of course I'm bummed, you know. But uh, but it it's just not for me. I know it's not for me.
1: I think Doesn't another example. An- I think another example of that is something that I've mentioned in the past numerous times is. Um, I, I think in Bella Bella, I believe you said that your reasoning for that was that you're just
0: not techie enough to get into that, right? Well, I'm just not at that level. I'm just not at that level of techie.
1: Yeah. So,
0: and I don't want to be, I have no (laughs) desire to get there. She's like, no, thank you.
1: (laughs) But um, for for me, a, a good example that's kind of along the same lines is not so much that I don't have the knowledge or the ability to, it's just that my, my energy, my spirituality, etc., doesn't, my heritage doesn't line up with it. Um, I love and have a lot of respect and, and reverence for hoodoo and hoodoo practitioners. Love it. I think it's beautiful. I have so much respect for it, but it's not for me. No matter how much I love it and respect it, And I really adore some of the people that I know that are in that culture and I love them and I learn from them and 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 it's amazing, but I'm not part of that. I will never be part of that. I don't want to try to put myself in that. It's not for me. I have my place in, in my spirituality and in my spiritual life. And that's where I belong. It's where I feel right. I don't want to insert myself into somebody else's culture, into somebody else's practice that's part of having that respect. yeah. is not inserting yourself. i'm you're not the center of everybody's universe. so you don't have to be involved in everything. sometimes you're a background character in some people's lives. you're not the main character in every situation. so mm-hmm. again, as much as i love it and i think it's beautiful. like i find hoodoo and voodoo beautiful. it's a beautiful practice. But I have my own, and it's beautiful, and it's where I feel at home. So yeah. th- that's another big spiritual no for me. As much as I love it, and I watch it, and I look at it, and I give it its
0: reverence and its respect, I'm not going to try to insert myself into that. And, and when as a newer practitioner, I, uh, I see people, as, as newer practitioners, I see them um, struggle sometimes with that, especially because you can tell – Sometimes, and I'm not trying to, to talk down um, because it's normal human behavior. Sometimes you can tell that they're trying to do it because it seems to be the latest, greatest trend. And they want to ride mm-hmm. that wave. And I, and I get that, yeah. okay? But, um, but if it's not for you, it's not for you. And it's, and it's I think it's easy when you can get to that point and say, it's not for me, this is for me. But it takes a lot to get to there. You know, it takes a lot of self-confidence and self-awareness. Um, again, don't, don't mistake interest, intrigue, and respect um, and admiration for something that is actually meant for you. You See, can- I agree with that.
1: But I also need to interject something that I tend to interject often, but I'm going <laughs> to die on this hill. Um, is yes, it, it comes from not only finding what works for you and what you're comfortable with, but if you truly have a respect for that, you're not gonna feel so entitled as to assume that you can do it too, or assume oh, that yeah, it belongs to you that. too. That is a, coming from a place of privilege that you don't have.
3: Yes, exactly, yes. exactly. And um, that I'll, um, just to kind of play devil advocate for a second, but kind of looping back into the first topic, um if you do feel like it is for you uh, aside from you know just thinking it's cool or you know having an admiration for it if you do uh really feel in, in your heart like without beyond any doubt that it is for you but it's just like not you're not really grasping it um don't necessarily give up on it like that's how I was with the, um like psychokinetic practices like I've always wanted to you know learn how to you know move shit with my mind and a lot of people think it's not possible it's not possible I knew that it was and it's taken me shit years years and <laughs> I'm finally able to like move a little tin teeth candle thing across the table and <laughs> yeah it's like it took me years but I like I knew that I I could do it if i just tried arguing yeah, I mean. I mean, like that if
0: that no I, just, <laughs> I, I i get what you're saying i get what you're saying um, you know the other thing too and this it, it, we we get into muddy waters when we're talking about that especially about culture because mm-hmm. you know i mean like let's take voodoo for example you know there is i mean it's very it's well known in in at least voodoo practitioners uh, to, to real authentic, serious voodoo practitioners, that uh, it's not about the color of your skin. It's about whether or not like, the law are calling you or not. Um, exactly.
3: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, so I think that that
1: the, a, a, a main root of that problem is people confuse the words like ethnicity and culture, they're not mm-hmm. the same thing
0: yes Mm -hmm. I
1: know a lot of people who don't fit the stereotypical image of what belongs in a culture and they 100% grew up in it right
0: Mm -hmm. exactly we're
1: raised in it like that's what they that's all they know like me exactly yeah yeah like some of us I look white I look white as fuck (laughs) I'm mixed as fuck and I grew up in a environment that If you were to see me today dressed how I dress today, how I carry myself today, you might not believe that that's where I come from and that's my past and that's my story. But if you had seen me 20 years ago, 15 years ago, shit, even a little bit 10 years ago, you would be like, oh, yep, I believe it. So, you know, growth changes people. People change over time. Um, So you can't just assume that somebody belongs to a culture or doesn't because you don't know their upbringing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there's that too. So, yeah. And I agree because yeah. I, I know that voodoo and hoodoo is something that I bring up when I'm talking about people feeling uh, privileged to claim or take part in because it's yeah. a common one that comes up. Uh, oh, no, absolutely is another one. Bruharia is another one it's very popular right now so there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are are claiming to be uh practicing bruharia too and and they're not and but again um, i don't
0: i don't know if you're picking up if 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 you guys are picking up on a theme here but you know it it really kind of comes back to you really have to know thyself
1: yes you know
3: please Um, please
0: learn about yourself yes yeah yeah
3: you cannot control your magic if you cannot control yourself (laughs)
0: And and my my personal opinion, and you guys could take it for what it is, but my personal opinion is it's one of the reasons why I feel that ancestor work and and understanding where you come from, uh, what your cultural background is, what your familial background is, um, what your ancestral background is, um, that really, truly, I believe in my heart, that drives your practice, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I think some people either one, don't realize it to don't let it because they are too caught up in what's the hip thing of the day or what yeah. everybody mm-hmm. else is doing. Um, mm. but once you, to me, once you get in touch with that side of yourself, then you get, you can find yourself at, to the point, like what, what Hestia is describing she knows like she said hoodoo badass but that's not for her she is comfortable to where her ancestry has led her and you and- can still love
1: it you can still love it i love it i yeah. follow i follow voodoo practitioners i follow hoodoo practitioners and i think what they're doing is beautiful and i adore it from afar because it's not my place um and, and like bella was saying here's another way to look at that. Like, yes, connect to yourself, learn who your ancestors were, learn what their practices were. Because here's the thing, you could look at a voodoo practitioner. I'm gonna use me for an example. I, like I said, love voodoo, hoodoo. I think it's beautiful. Now let's say that I decide I'm gonna start practicing hoodoo. But I have lineage in Bruharia. So I'm just gonna ignore my ancestors and the beautiful magic that they did yeah i'm going to ignore my european side and what they did everybody everybody has some kind of magical lineage and to completely ignore what has been given to you by blood right to go for something that you think is cool because you saw it on social media that's disrespectful as fuck to your ancestors and they left you a gift and i'm not saying and here's to clarify i'm not saying that every practice you do or everything that you incorporate into your practice has to be given to you by blood, mm-hmm. right? Some of it is being brought up in that culture, whether you were adopted mm-hmm. into a culture or whether you just grew up around it. Cause I wasn't adopted into some of the cultures I was born into. It's just, these were my best friends. These were my friends' families. They were basically my family. It's the environment I grew up in. So yeah, I have my blood exactly. given gifts. But I also, exactly. have my, I also have my environmentally given gifts. There's a lot of ways to look at it. But again, don't just go on Instagram and see what the trendiest witch fad is and hop on that and ignore everything that has already been given to you.
3: Exactly, but exactly.
0: I, I'm also a firm believer that if you do, like the example that Hestia just gave you, that if you did do that and ignore what's innately in you and, and just kind of go with something, you know, because you think it's cool. Um, and, and, and you really want it to be a part of you that I'm a firm believer that at some point it's, something's going to start gnawing at you. I can Mm -hmm. almost guarantee it. Um, you know, uh, and and people may disagree because what I'm talking about is probably 120% spiritual and metaphysical. I don't have any scientific background, uh, ba- backing of this. But I, I really do believe that um, even though I equally believe that, you know, yes, as we go through our, our journey of life to life, we end up, uh, you know, in different cultures and different people and, you know, whatever, um, that, that still in this life right now, you have some stuff that's ingrained in your blood, in your DNA, if you will. Um, and we and it's hard to ignore that. And I'm going to give an opposite example. Okay. Um, and I've and I've said this before, you guys may or may not remember this. But, you know, as many of you know, you know, I, I being adopted, didn't know my whole who, who I really was um, in terms of, you know, genetically, who I really was. And so but for as long and literally for as long as I can remember, since I was a little girl, Norse, the Norse and Celtic traditions of everything, and I'm not just talking about magical, of everything has always been, um, I've just felt so incredibly a part of it. But because I grew up in a Filipino household, and because I didn't know or understand what my white side was, I didn't even know I was half white until I was like in my mid teens when somebody told, when my dad told me, you know, I felt guilty. I felt extremely guilty. I was like, why am I paying attention so much to a a culture and a heritage that is not mine, and I am ignoring my 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 Filipino side, and I and I carried so much guilt with that. And then when uh, you know, fast forward to my adult years, when I did finally discover my genetics and all of that, and found that that truly was part of my heritage, quite a significant part of my heritage. I mean, I cried like a baby. Because, basically, I felt like, you know, that I knew, before I knew, I knew, you know, that 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 was me. I just, I just didn't see on paper that it was. Uh, And so, I guess what I'm saying is that, you know, when I ignored it and went to something else, something else that I thought that I was a part of, and I am Filipino. I am a part of that as well. But I had focused on some other things that I thought I was a part of, because at one point I thought that it was that my my hat my um, other half included Hawaiian. You know, it's just things weren't feeling right. That that gnawing that I mentioned earlier, that was happening. And see, and- that's kind of how um, I I want to say you
1: know what, I'm not going to say, because I don't remember exactly when we discussed it, but I know for a fact that I also brought up just having some kind of connection to it, even if it is just out of reverence for, um, because even if you did find it, like, let's, cause you incorporate Norse and Celtic stuff into your practice. So let's say you didn't find out that you had that DNA. You still went to it and you did your research and you learned about it and you did it with reverence and respect and you educated yourself and that matters. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. matters. And, and you can become a part of a culture by doing so. That's how people mm. reconnect with cultures that they are a part of that they didn't know that's how people get married into cultures that's that's there's more crossover than people like to like to admit to because everybody wants to put everything into these neat little boxes like this is a black thing this is a white thing this is a hoodoo thing this is a celtic thing this is a wiccan thing this is a this thing and that is not how any of life works not even just magic it's just like nobody here is 100 percent one Ethnicity. Nobody here is 100% in one culture. I'm married to a black man. I'm from yeah. the hood. I'm Mexican. I'm white. Well, I don't even want to say white because it's different kinds of white. So it's like, you know, there, there's a lot going on in our lives. The shades connected. of white pretty much <laughs> I'm all the whites <laughs> but um but you know like I have indigenous blood I have a uh, Spanish blood I have North African blood I have Indian blood um so so there's a lot going on there's a lot of cultures that I have ties to not just because it's in my blood but because I'm married into it I grew up in it I grew up around it um it, so so nothing's that cut or dry so nobody is nobody here. Yeah people are saying this elsewhere, but nobody here is saying that you have to be this to practice this. You have to be from this to practice that. That's never what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that there are criteria that you need to be aware of. Some things are gatekept. Some things are closed. Some things you have to go through hoops to get into, but it's not closed off to you because you're white or because you're black or because you're this or because you're that.
3: Yeah, it's funny too, because like cultural, the whole like, concept of like the whole cultural appropriation that is like largely an American thing like like we uh, it seems like America America's really the only country where like uh indulging in another culture is considered a bad like uh, um other cultures they love it when people like admire their culture or like want to you know are, are fascinated by it or even if they want to you know learn about it or even you know, um, if they are drawn to those practices and they, you know, study and actually learn about it, use it within that correct context, like, they, like, they're flattered. They find it very flattering. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, Like, I do. like yeah. So, okay, I mean, like, 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 like,
1: Real quick somebody asked me to clarify something about my race. Um, it's Clyde. He said, "Are you Indian or native?" Both. That's why I said both. When I say Native American, I say Native American. When I say Indian, I mean Indian from India. I am both. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I'm not one of those people that confuse
0: the two. I I no. i I'm not that one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, like, yeah. You know, but, uh, right. and I think this is where it gets a little a little bit confusing sometimes. What I'm about to say, because you know the 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 path of the witch and the journey of the witch is very spiritual, but don't confuse mm-hmm. that with religious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spiritual but, is not religious. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but regardless, um, you know, if you are new coming into this, um, and you don't consider yourself Spiritual, um, you know, that may I suggest you th- rethink that, <laughs> uh, because you're going to <laughs> miss out on quite a bit,
2: yeah.
3: Like, like, I think, like, 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 spiritual or spirituality, like, people tend to mash that up with religion or being religious, but I see like spiritual yeah. or spirituality as kind of like an umbrella term, okay.
1: Like, mm-hmm. There's
3: yeah. a lot of things that can that fall under spiritual. Um, including like
1: human, organized religion
3: yes yeah, yeah it, exactly including but not limited to
1: organized religion yep yep, <laughs> yep. Um, real quick, Autumn Fire says, I agree. Learning a little bit of everything is beneficial. Knowledge is definitely power as well. And that's something Bella has preached since day one. Even if it's not something that applies to you, it helps to learn about what other people do. One, in case somebody becomes your enemy, you know. <laughs> Two, just to know your neighbors and the people that are around you and the other people that cohabitate this world mm-hmm. with you. Um, You know, this is something that... Fire. Huh? Oh uh,
3: that's, that's my sister. That's my sister. On flyer, that's my sister.
1: Oh, hi. <laughs> oh <laughs> hi little sister.
0: Hi. Hi bitchy witchy sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
1: and, and one of the voodoo practitioners, no, one of the hoodoo practitioners I follow also preaches that often too, that even if you don't practice it, you should learn some signs and symbols. That way, if you see something, you can know what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowledge is definitely mm-hmm. power. And like I said, this is something that Bella has preached since day one um, with apologetics and, and just knowing.
0: Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, you can never know too much. Um, just because you know it, though, doesn't necessarily mean that um, you're you're practicing it or you're doing it, or that um, it's yours, or that it's yours. Yeah, but knowledge definitely is is power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I like your sister,
1: Pagan <laughs> <Taking> Coffee Sources. <laughs> pegan Coffee Talk said, "Spirituality is like going on a car trip. It will get started at some point, and we'll definitely have a lot of detours along the way. Yes,
0: <laughs> yo, look,
1: you might first, even get
0: lost a few times.
1: You're gonna get lost. You're gonna get. You're gonna get a flat tire. Take <laughs> the your wrong car, exit. Your car. Your car is 100 percent gonna overheat. Um, <laughs> it's one of those road trips. Uh, yeah." you're it's a
0: hoop hoopty for you're sure. even gonna get hitchhiking <laughs> yeah cool. get hitchhikers.
1: <laughs> and one of them hitchhikers might be a serial killer so calm down <laughs> but yeah um but yeah no um what was I gonna say I don't know that was funny so that got me off track <laughs> But no, but no, knowing, knowing other types of spirituality is beneficial for reasons too, because, you know, through life, sometimes you bump heads with people. And if you bump heads with another practitioner, it might help to know what something, like if you go outside and you see something on your doorstep and you don't know what it is, you don't know what it is. Whereas if you go outside and you're like, hmm, what is this red powder on my stairs? You know, (laughs) you might want to know
3: you know you might want to know yeah exactly and that's actually um like like something my sister and I were talking about too it's like um it's good to like like study and just um like if you're fascinated by it like it's okay to like study it um it doesn't necessarily mean like you have to incorporate it into your craft or or try to like force yourself into that culture but like to to just like know about it and be aware of it it as a means of admiring it like that's like that goes back to knowledge of power.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's if what that I'm. That's that's what I'm doing right now with with psionics. You know, I'm sucking that up, yeah. knowing that I'm watching it from afar. <laughs> and 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 granted, it is one of those things that it's not because I don't think that that uh, that I shouldn't do it. It's because again, I to me it goes back to knowing myself. I know that in order for me to be successful in that type of magic, that I would have to learn a bunch of stuff that I do not have the desire or intention to learn. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that.
3: And like with, with me personally, it's like, I've, I've studied like so many different like witching traditions, magical traditions, just because like, I just wanted to to know about them, but that doesn't mean that I, like, I radiate with all of them, or, you know, feel like I have to incorporate every single thing of every practice into my own craft, because, like, that's just not how it works, like, my, I do have, like, my my own craft, but it's not, you know, like, I know of certain things, but it's, like, I don't practice it, I just, you know, it's just more of, like, educational, academic, but I
0: I think also going, you know, when we talk about, heating a spiritual no. Um, I think it's also important, you know, to, we, we've talked about doing something just because, you know, you think other people are doing it um, and, uh, or you're interested and you think it's cool, but, you know, what about the flip side to that? What about thinking you have to force yourself to do something when you know It's not even like intuition. You just know you're not interested. And for me, for me, the perfect example of that is astrology. Okay. Hmm. You know, if I, I I... (laughs) shut up, (laughs) if, if I, if I followed, if I followed the trend and I'm not calling these guys trendy. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is if I had followed the trend all these years and got into astrology in a very deep level, I would have literally just been following a trend because I have never, and I mean never, never. I can ever verify that was never a little child, little wee little child. I have just just never had any interest in it. You know, and and what reminded me of it was the psionics. I'm not interested in learning how to be an engineer. So therefore, I'm not going to be an engineer. Therefore, I'm not going to progress very far in psionics. But um, that, does that make any, me any less of a practitioner? Because Absolutely not. I, exactly. No, exactly. Not so don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't feel forced to, to do something when inside it's something's yelling at you. No, don't feel forced to do it just because you think you yeah. have to. Another good example but, is be true to yourself.
3: Of- exactly, and, and like maybe even like studying, like like if even if you feel like like kind of drawn to it and you admire it and like you think that you may want to incorporate it, like but you actually like study it and then you actually realize it's that it's not for you.
1: Yeah, and see yeah. A- another thing too is like this trend made candle magic really really popular and there's times where I don't use anything no herbs no candles no nothing it's literally just me manipulating energy on my own with my own body my own mind with my own energy force i don't need any tools and we've mm-hmm. actually yeah. done we've actually done workings together where we don't use tools and we were like that felt better than some of the ones that we've done with a bunch of
3: tools
0: and
3: herbs yeah, and candles yeah. and this, yeah. So, exactly. yeah, yeah, and uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, that left my head loose. Well, it's
0: actually, okay. actually, <laughs> actually, you know, there, there's a that's a there's a perfect example when we talk about you know tools and you know again uh, some of the struggles that I see new newer practitioners they come across is you know they inevitably come across um uh literature books and such that that say you have to have a wand you have to have a chalice you have to have this and that you know tool and right. um you know and and unless you're you're following a, a a very specific tradition that says that you have to use that you know if if that if you're not connecting with that you know don't force it
1: yeah like, I've never had any of the tools that people say have to be on your altar. I don't have a blade. I don't have an athame or a chalice. Like, I don't have any of that. I have zero deity uh, uh,
0: statues, none. I own zero. Well, and I'm going to take that one step further, too. Let me, I'm sorry, let me just say one the thing and I'll, I'll turn it over to you, Jason. Uh, I'll take that one step further. And say even if you do have those tools, there's nothing that says that you have to use it in that exact same way that it says you have to use it. For Unless, sure. Unless again exactly you're falling. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah, sorry. You,
3: you said it That's exactly what I was <laughs> going to say. Like exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, because like,
0: like, I mean, is... I have an acetate. Okay. Now, sometimes I call it I'm an Sometimes. I'm... Sometimes I just call it a you know a knife whatever. But, um, but it's in in some (laughs) you have this one, I do. But in some traditions, um, you know, this is supposed to be ceremonial only, this is not to cut anything, this is not to you know, this is strictly for ceremonial. Guess what? This sucker for me, oh, it's used. And, see,
1: oh, yeah. and, and I, and I just use a pair of scissors. So see, that's, that's what we're trying to say. Do what feels right for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. So exactly and why it. did I get this? Honestly, just because I thought it was cool. I just thought right? it was cool. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I like, could, like I could, know? you know, and, and you're absolutely right. I, you know, I will, I will equally use a pair of scissors or, or use a pin or use, use a mm-hmm. lancet but I got right. this markers
3: I think like, I have literally cool. used markers <laughs> right, like, like, like this <laughs> um, is one of them like uh, one I have that's like uh, I, I'm scared, but I have this one which is a hunting knife yeah and like, I, I use it occasionally too but like I have because I just like knives and yeah, uh, like exactly. I do like to use these during work because I don't always use it during every working you know I'm not you know like you know, forming a circle or anything. Sometimes I just use it because I have an effigy that needs a good step. So <laughs> or, you know, so can, like I'll use it to draw blood. I'll use it to uh, even if I have to. I want to cut a candle in half, then or I, I'll use scissors too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Pagan Coffee Talk also says there is nothing wrong with either having or not having a quote field of expertise. That's true too. You don't have yeah. to be yeah. <laughs> like this is what I do. No you don't um he also said we teach that tools are not needed but sarcasm alert (laughs) we also don't know anything about energy manipulation (laughs) we are one of those traditions where our athames are only used for ritual everybody is different yeah Yeah. exactly and and see that's the thing too i appreciate people who are like look this is what i do but i respect that you don't do it i cannot stand somebody who's like this is how i do it this is the only way to do it this is the only right way to do it and what you're doing is wrong energy manipulation is energy manipulation it does not matter how you do it
3: exactly exactly in my and there's so many different
1: ways to do it yeah but in my opinion and this is just my opinion based on my studies my practice my life lived experiences that's literally the only actual like you're not doing magic in any way shape or form if you're not manipulating energy yeah other than that everything else
0: Mm -hmm. is you well and i and and for me personally you know this is where and right or wrong you, you can disagree with me if you'd like but um you know, I I tend to be kind of uh, what's the word? Um, Anal? Okay, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <Mickey>. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I, I I I I I can get formal sometimes, and so um, a, a lot of times, and so you know, when when we talk about when some, when one talks about witchcraft the word witchcraft I know a lot of people say it's it's whatever you you know if you just call yourself a witch or a witch it's you know a lot oh, of you no, know I a don't agree with that at all. Uh, you know no, I, I, I but I <laughs> I personally apply an actual definition to it based on my years of study and everything exactly. that I have always understood it to be any type of magical system is The use and manipulation of energy witchcraft specifically is the use and manipulation of of its nature magic it's magic from anything on our plane of existence Mm -hmm. um -hmm. you know and and again for me when i say on our plane of existence i'm not talking about earth i'm talking about on our plane of existence yeah
3: right so that could
0: that could mean that could mean you know um the, the planetary bodies it could mean um spirits it could you know exactly but I guess the point the point that I'm saying I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that um I that was my long-winded way of saying I agree with Hestia yeah (laughs) And, and, and
1: another thing too is um really really pay attention to the words we use because again we're all really nerdy so when we use specific words we're doing that for a reason I do not identify as a quote unquote witch that word does not apply to me Uh what I practice what the two things I practice are two different things they have two different titles I don't even apply those to me I am who I am I do what I do end of story
3: Right. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, you can, like for me personally, it's like a witch is someone who practices witchcraft, which is what, I've, like that was just defined for um, someone who like practices like the golden dawn Kabbalah. Um, if they want to call themselves a witch, I mean, I'm not going to kill them for it, but I wouldn't really be able to like associate them with them because they're not really practicing
0: witchcraft. And yeah, I, kind yeah. Of yeah. See, for me, for me specifically, I consider witchcraft to be one of many different types of magical systems. It is just one of many. Yeah. And so mm. um, so when I call myself a witch, and I also call myself a folk magic practitioner, I use those interchangeably because wow. in some ways they are very, uh, very similar. similar. They are not identical, mm. but they are similar, wow. especially in the use of nature magic. Um, uh, or the the definition of nature magic but um but uh, and i'm okay calling myself a witch because i do practice the magical art of witchcraft i do not practice the magical art uh, of of thelema i do not practice the magical art of ritual magic i do not practice any of the other magical arts
3: right exactly exactly and it's like you know really it's like you can call yourself like, like I guess whatever term like even radiates with you it's like like what we were talking about that one time it's like we'd much rather have someone call themselves a dust feather bunny and be an actual like serious yeah. practitioner rather than like, hundreds and hundreds of bad folk who call themselves witches when they don't know the first thing about magical practice, magical practice. well
0: <laughs> and, I, and I'm gonna you know throw in a mundane um example you know I call myself self a nurse because I am a nurse um I don't call myself a doctor. Uh, I may have, uh, you know, a lot of knowledge. I, as sometimes people say, "Well, oh, hey, hey, Dr. Bella. Uh, but, um, you know, joking. Um, but that would be silly to call myself a doctor because that is not the medical arts that I practice. I practice the medical arts of nursing. I am not a doctor. Mm-hmm. And see, and so, again,
1: paying attention yeah. to words here. Bella will refer to herself as as a nurse. And where Brandy
2: also does healing, she's not gonna call herself a nurse. No. I'm an alternative Alternative healing therapist slash or practitioner, whichever word you wanna use. And and I know for some people we're getting into
0: semantics, and, and, and I understand if that's uncomfortable for you. Unfortunately. Or fortunately, that's just the way that my mind works. And I think, you know, these guys, the way their minds work too, it's probably why we're friends. Um, But so, so, so yes. So when, so when, one refers to witchcraft, I, then to me, I feel like you're telling me then you manipulate energies.
1: Yeah.
3: And so if you tell
0: me that you don't, then I'm going to have a really hard time reconciling that. You're calling yourself a witch because and I we say like that because we've dealt with a doctor. that.
1: And we say that because we've <laughs> dealt with that. We've had people that are they use herbs in the healing sense and they think that they're a witch, right?
3: Brandy yeah, just got is.
0: triggered. She turned around so quick yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and not no, but we're not talking about magical healing either. We're no, yeah, no, we're talking like, about
0: literal yeah.
1: herbalism.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I mean,
1: I Monday, have a lot of people.
2: <laughs> I have a lot of people who confuse my actual career education for being witchcraft and they're like oh is it because you're a witch I'm like uh they don't go like they can go together but I keep my career and education separate when I'm working with clients because first of all I'm working with clients most of the times that are not on a religious or spiritual path they're just here mm-hmm. for health benefits and shit so, I mean, yeah. just They're because just I have because all... I heard
0: that herb works and that yeah. she knows how to do use it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or because it's, 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 I do yeah. do energy healing like Reiki and all that stuff, you know, because, you know, I started doing this years ago before it became this whole popular. Everybody wants to be a Reiki raster practitioner or <laughs> and all that and all that shit. So, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And now everybody just associates my career as a witch thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That They're two separate things. Can they go together? Absolutely. If you choose to. But I keep business and my practice separate. Unless it's somebody I do know that does practice and wants to involve that, then I will do that. But other than that, it's like, I will sit there and talk to you as a life coach, because that's one of my other part of my education. You know, I will be a spiritual, holistic life coach and listen to your crap and tell you what you need to do and listen to your crap. You know, I've got some people, I'll be honest, I got some people I will be like, "Mm, same shit, different day, same hamster (laughs) on the wheel.
1: Okay. Now, Clyde said, Clyde said, what about an herbalist? Who uses their herbs in cooking wouldn't that be a kitchen witch no i don't think so no no because here's the thing herbalism herbalism as a healing practice is based on actual mundane uses that the herb does to the human body it's not magical
2: it's energy not. manipulation at all it's a medical based thing right. it yeah. is not we actually we <laughs> actually
1: did do any of you guys remember the name of the episode we did where we broke down uh things that are considered witchcraft that aren't but they can be used in it <gasps> we did we did a whole episode on this we touched on things like yoga and chakras mm-hmm. and herbalism we did a whole episode on things that are considered witchcraft which are not like astrology yeah. and tarot and tarot yeah. and stuff like that. a lot of these things are considered witchcraft but they are not
0: but in yes. and of themselves they are not yeah yeah in
1: and of themselves that- they are not yeah. they are just a lot of actual practitioners do utilize them but it's yes. not
0: witchcraft in and of itself no yeah no. because then, because I mean, there are an equal exactly. amount of people that utilize those what I call adjuncts um mm-hmm. that utilize those adjunct acts uh as, as non-witches yeah exactly I mean because you can there's a lot of diviners out there that are, mm-hmm. are witches. not which they're not witches they just simply yeah. divine they have i the, mean you know they, they have the I actually, with astrologers
3: exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. i mean it's like teachers, in
1: none of my astrology teachers practice none of them yeah, yeah. and, and well, i mean no, and no, like, i take that back one of them does
2: i know a few life coaches in the alternative therapy community that they don't practice witchcraft of any kind or any of that but they still use tarot cards oracle cards and all that because it helps people and stuff so like you know there's plenty of people that i know that do not use witchcraft whatsoever and that
1: that can be tied into a spiritual note too kind of spinning off what bella was saying that just because other practitioners use something doesn't mean you have to she sure the hell doesn't use astrology no, I know I, I know people who practice who don't read tarot at all. Like they can't, they mm-hmm. won't, they don't want to, they don't <laughs> give a shit. The closest thing trying, they have In fact, I know practitioners that the closest thing they have to divination is like examining a no, oh. is examining a candle <laughs> after a working. Like that's about as close to divining as they get.
3: Yeah. Uh, taro,
1: Um, no not even no not even pyromancy just evaluating how the working went oh caromancy yeah yeah basically yeah yeah Yeah. um so so yeah just if it doesn't feel like something that fits you don't do it
0: yeah don't feel like you have to don't feel pressured don't 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 succumb to peer pressure hi (laughs) charisma. Sorry,
1: Charisma jumped in and she's a longtime friend. She, in fact, earlier when I was talking about Spoonie witches that have been on the show, she is one of them. Yes, yeah. And we she, love her. She's my she's British
0: my, reflection. If you ever want to talk to Bella with an accent, talk to Charisma.
1: It's really funny too because she she's very, very much like Bella, but she's also my fellow Aquarian and we're very much alike, <laughs> even though me and Bella are very different. It's so weird. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah hello other alien friend (laughs) anywho but yeah but yeah back to what we were saying just you know there's things that I use that literally no other practitioner I know does they just kind of get sucked into doing it if they do it working with me like Bella she does nothing with astrology at all ever I think the closest thing you can kind of tie her to is moon phases um (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm over here like this is conjunct with this and it's this moon and it's in this sign and it's at this time and do it at this time, before this time, after this time, you know, the lunar mansion, blah, 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 blah. she's just like, whatever, okay, fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you just just tell me what time. I might incorporate (laughs) planetary hours and planetary days. Uh, Definitely not with every working, probably every fifth working I might, you know, if it just, I don't know, if I feel the urge.
1: You don't have a title to be a magical practitioner um i don't the autumn clarify a little bit and i'll come back to that um i think i think they might be saying you don't have to have a title to be a magical practitioner um and i agree because that's that's kind of like the loosey-goosey term i use i just consider myself a practitioner um yeah. I do shit. Like, I don't know, like if I like if I feel like something needs to be done, I do it. I don't consider myself a witch. I don't consider myself a priestess of anything. I don't consider myself anything like I don't have a title.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think we went, you know, we, we've we said a lot about titles and our opinion <clears throat> on titles. Having said that, you know, obviously in conversation, like what we were talking about earlier, you know especially when it comes to different types of magical systems you know um like i obviously i will use the title in that circumstance because if i in oh this is a perfect example you know i i was uh in an amino community this is a couple of years ago um and um got to talking to somebody who turned out was a ceremonial magician And that was cool, you know, and we had, that had to have been an interesting
1: conversation.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we had a couple of interesting conversations, but then we really couldn't go much further because, you know, we were both pretty much up front he's like, you know, I don't, I don't do witchcraft. I don't, I don't practice witchcraft. I practice ceremonial magic. I'm like, I don't practice ceremonial magic. I, I practice witchcraft. And so, you know, after we got past, you know, the initial, Okay, there's some similarities there. After that, there was nothing left to talk about. So, you know, sure, in that sense, the label, if you will, helps move that conversation along. Because then, you know, we realize, hey, it's nice meeting you. Okay, see you, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. also- and not because, and it's not because we did we we didn't talk because we didn't practice the same thing. It's just simply just we just had to nothing. Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to talk about. Nothing left to talk about. Right. I should say. And to clarify, there's a difference
1: between a label and a title. Priestess is a title, witch is a label, because yeah. um, mm-hmm. in witchcraft there's oh. no hierarchy.
3: Well, I mean, like there's
0: no president. But
3: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> but when one when one starts throwing labels within the witchcraft magical system, that's where Isn't, I really get confused. I'm like. You're you're yeah. a witch. Why do you have to call yourself a tall witch or a short witch or a fat witch right. or a skinny witch <laughs> or a long exactly. witch or I mean why? You're you're right. just exactly.
3: a, witch. A, witch is a witch. And like for for me, um it's like it's also it's not just a label, it's also like a cultural thing. What do you mean? Like, you know, coming from a family of witches,
0: like oh yeah
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I like and like we do refer to ourselves as as witches and it's like uh, like that's just something that we've always just kind of felt that we we were even like um during the time when uh Tanya wasn't really or um when my sister Autumn wasn't really practicing like yeah. she was still a witch <laughs> yeah because no, I get that that's that's, that's like our culture <laughs>
1: I, I think I think what I'm saying is like okay your family is a perfect example because you had I think it was four people under one roof who were all hereditary witches but it wasn't like yeah. which position number one president witch number two you know like yeah. priest priestess witch number three you know did we ever witch. talk about um, that
0: that president thing did we ever I think did we, we ever... did, did we? I think didn't I think we... we go on a rant about that in okay. our
3: chat, oh, oh yeah, in our chat, <laughs> we I don't.
1: I don't know if we actually did one live or if we did an episode on it. Or but I think we if,
0: meant to, and we never. We never got to it.
1: Oh well, for anybody here, watch out! That's coming. <laughs> we have yeah. a lot to say about that, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Um, so so words matter, but don't get hung up on titles and, and stuff like that. That's that's something that I dealt with when I first came into and that spinning back to spiritual nose that was a big fat giant all capital letters don't fucking do this hard pass no for me. I could not sit there and be like oh I'm a kitchen witch I'm a this witch I felt awkward every time I called myself a witch because I don't like the title it doesn't fit me it's not what I do so mm-hmm. So, so once I dropped that, I hate that question. I hate that question. Please mm-hmm. stop asking people, what kind of witch are you? The one that does shit. Leave me alone.
0: Um, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean by the labels within the practice. It's like, why? Um, I'm, so, uh, but but the breakdown. I'm a short witch, okay? The, yes, you are. But
1: <laughs> But the breakdown... <laughs> She flipped me off for anybody who couldn't see it. But anyway, um, the the breakdown of it is like, okay, I'm a kitchen witch. Okay, not everything I do is in my kitchen. I have an altar room. That's where I do 99% of my workings unless I'm actually making something that requires a stove. So like, I can't call myself a kitchen witch. I can't call myself this or that. Like these titles, not to mention, okay, let's say, okay, if you're a kitchen witch, so every single thing you do is gonna be done in the kitchen, right? You're not allowed to do anything anywhere else that's one of the I reasons guess, I hate like I guess I'm, a, I'm yourself an altar room witch. I'm an altar room witch. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. what, the fuck? what the fuck is that? You know, I'm a backyard witch. Like <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, like when I first started getting into astrology, people would ask me like, Oh, are you an
0: astro witch? I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> But, you, but I, I love the fact that you, that you, I said that I wanted to say alluded, but you kind of did say that. Um, you kind of went off track though a little bit. I remember, you know, uh, her, us telling or her telling us when she first started um, that she almost <laughs> felt pressured to like apply a labor label to herself, mm-hmm. but you know she didn't feel that was right and she didn't succumb to the pressure. You know, that's you know again hard headed <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> but, but, but to me, that's a type of spiritual. No, you know, that that's a yeah, type of, you know, sure. there was something inside saying, you know, that's not what it's about. This is not yeah. what I am about. This is not what my journey is about. It's not about what, what you call me,
1: Bella charisma. You know what I'm going to charisma. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read your, your comment. And then I'm going to let Bella take the scene. Like she's going to. So charisma says, I personally despise. Eclectic, because that literally means. Oh, <laughs> God, <laughs> go ahead, Bella. Do do your do your Bella slash charisma rant for the for the
0: <laughs> community.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. So eclectic, the word eclest- eclectic means you're taking from different things. All right. So unless you follow a very specific tradition. You are taking from different things and you're eclectic already. So why do you call mm-hmm. yourself, That's I feel like when somebody calls themselves an eclectic witch that they are stuttering. They're literally stuttering. Right. I feel like they're calling yeah, themselves exactly. a witch witch. Did you stutter?
3: Right. Why, like, why,
0: like. What was that? Why, why did you have to do that? Of course you're eclectic because you're not following a tradition. You told me you're not following a tradition. Therefore you're eclectic. That means that you're doing something from everything. Exactly. Why Why does that like word that. need to be there?
1: Christmas exactly. said, oh, dear, <laughs> I got her going. Yes, <laughs> you did. You knew what you were doing.
2: You knew what you were doing.
0: <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I, I just feel like it's one of those things that I just feel like if you were saying it out loud, you have unfortunately... Contributed to global warming. You've let out extra carbon dioxide that we didn't need to be out there by saying that word. If you typed it, you wasted a lot of energy. Chemical processes within your body. It's probably why you're more tired because you took the time to say extra words that have no meaning. You just stuttered.
1: And, and exactly. here, uh, to to kind of comment on some comments that are in here because both charisma and alternative witch unicorn both specified that there are some cases where some kind of blank witch applies. Um, I feel like Spoonie Witch is acceptable because there's times where somebody needs to understand your limitations before they start trying to cast judgment. However, reserve that for people who you are actually in an inner circle with because anybody else doesn't matter. I felt like perfect example is me. When it comes to uh, Bella and Brandy, I felt like it was important for them to know my limitations because we work together, not just literally doing workings, but this is our job. We do a podcast together. They needed to know that there's times where I cannot physically or I cannot mentally handle X, Y, Z. So they needed to know that I have that title. I feel like Brenda has a caveat here. (laughs) Brenda? My bad, Bella. Did Please. you call me Brenda? <laughs> what, the <laughs> fuck? what the hell is Brenda?
2: Wow. Here's the thing.
1: <laughs> fun fact, I just tried to blend Brandy and Bella. I am so sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is
0: what we got. <clears throat> Brenda. Brenda, you want to talk? I'm going to okay, exit, let me, let me gonna talk. exit right. now and stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I-, I feel that that's almost two different subjects, um, because uh, I mean, what at least when I'm referring to extra labels, X, ex, I'm an X witch. Um, I'm referring to describing your practice because again, yeah. I, I personally feel that that's unnecessary. When you talk about something, a, a different type of adjective like "spoony," um, to me that's different because that's not about your practice. Um, "Spoony" as some of you know, some of you may not know. Spoonie is a terminology that came from uh, um, some uh, literature, a book that uh, I don't remember who wrote It is nothing to do with witchcraft. It has to do everything with disability. Um, Spoonie is a term that, um, that people with disabilities use in their everyday conversations. Um, so you could be a Spoonie electrician. You could be a Spoonie teacher. Yes. You know, it's a so to me that's kind of two different things. Saying you're a spoony witch is no different to me than saying that you're, you know, a a, a spoony carpenter.
3: I'm probably gonna get slapped for this, but what does spoony mean? I've, I'm okay,
1: so spoony, I'll let A Spoonie is basically <laughs> the the concept is it's typically physical, but it could also be mental illness that causes you to not to be kind of chronically fatigued most people uh the way it's typically described is you start each day with x amount of spoons that is kind of how much energy you have how many things you can get done that day let's say doing the dishes took a spoon away now like you know you do you get what i'm saying I'm
0: probably not explaining this well. Yeah, basically. So like
1: if I wake up up and I have five spoons and I do the dishes and that takes two and then I vacuum and that takes two and then I take a shower and that takes one, I'm done for the day.
0: I can't do anything else. I'm going to bed.
3: Okay. So it's like a metaphor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's kind of a way to describe your Mm. energy levels. Um, And again, it was, uh, it's based on a book that I believe was a woman who wrote it. Um, Again, nothing to do with witchcraft, uh, that she wrote it about disabilities, people with disabilities.
2: I mean, like when I first started with you guys, I had to let you know that I was the spouse of a Spoonie. So, you know, a lot of my time was going to be taken up by taking care of someone who has disabilities. So So, people with chronic disabilities
0: tend to use this term because this is obviously a very popular book. This is a very popular uh, terminology, very popular concept. Um, and so okay. for obvious reasons, people um, you'll, you'll hear, hear it in the witchcraft community because there are a lot of disabled um, witches.
1: Okay. So okay. To, to finish, to finish my thing before I forget it. Um, some, I feel like there are some co-titles that go with witch that are more they're not redundant and they're not limiting uh for example if you practice witchcraft but you are wiccan it might be beneficial for you to say that because okay that might be a bad example um what am i trying to say here yeah Um, because
0: that's religion
1: i mean that's like yeah yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to um okay bella chaos Witch. like you do chaos magic right does that have its own title, or would that be something that could conjunct
0: with... I'm just a witch that happens to practice chaos magic. That doesn't make like, me like a chaos a, witch.
3: Like, so you're just like, a chaotic, chaotic
0: bitch, bitch in general. That's different. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like like, like somebody to call themselves like a shamanic witch. Maybe that's not I, a good example either. I feel like I've heard that somewhere.
0: I hear people try to use that. Um, it, it does seem kind of um, weird. Like,
3: like cause t- you're right. Cause t- to because it,
0: like, sh- shamanism itself shaman- is, is, is its own type of practice. A lot yeah. of, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of points to that, that, uh, that mm-hmm. um, you can say incorporates amount of witchcraft. So it's like, why do you need to combine them? Why can't you just call yourself a shaman?
3: Right. Or a, a witch. Yeah, I mean, or,
0: it just seems weird. Yeah, do
3: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know people. Are weird.
0: <laughs> it just, it just, t- I don't know. And again, this is just me. This is just me. It just seems weird, you know, to 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 pull apart those things. You know, I have, I have dark hair, I have dark brown hair, I have light brown hair, I have, I have Bella. brown hair with light brown streaks. I mean, I have hair, Bella. <laughs> what? Have you done a
1: video, or have we done an episode that really went into chaos magic? Because somebody,
0: uh, witchy unicorn, alternative I'm witchy wor- unicorn. I'm I'm, I'm working I'm working on uh, a, a a mini series, three video series on on chaos magic.
1: Okay, let me let me read these real quick because we had some. Okay, so alternative witchy unicorn said, "I don't understand chaos magic. I've saw some stuff on it though. Um, yeah." Bella, we need you to do something because like I've noticed a lot of people expressing curiosity in it, but I'm not see, I don't practice chaos magic, so I don't know if there's a whole lot of resources out there on it or a lot of oh, there's, information. There's, on
0: there's, it. there's tons. There's tons of, of okay. resources on it, uh, but I am going to do some um, I'm, I'm going to, like I said, I'm, I'm planning on a mini series, mini series. Yeah, mini series. Okay. Then- I feel like I'm building okay. out of Dallas, Dallas mini series. Um, three, three, uh, three videos on chaos magic. I will okay. get on that. Wow.
1: And then pagan coffee talk says our degree system is completely religious and has nothing to do with magic or witchcraft or anything exactly. along
0: those lines. Same thing for our titles of Lord and lady. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That, that yes. That's the other thing too, is that, you know, again, not confusing, you know, uh, that with, with the religious aspect and I think people do get that confused sometimes. Um, going back to what Hestia was saying, like people calling themselves priestesses, it's like, what, what, what religion? What is, religion? Oh no, I just, you know, I have a group of friends. We're Kevin. I'm a coven. I'm, I'm the priestess. Like, Ew. do you even know what that is? Do you know what that means? You know? Well, um, right. Okay.
1: Clyde is requesting I I read his uh, his description of what chaos magic is so he was replying to alternative witchy unicorn and he says it's a type of magical practice that involves abandoning your inhibitions and morals it's
0: completely relentless and just chaos as a whole whatever can happen will happen. Uh, that's a part of it that's that, that that there's more to it than that but that that's a part of it I was
1: just following his request to read his description no 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 it's not <laughs> it,
0: it's not it's not wrong it's just incomplete um, mm-hmm. and I think that's what gets people confused about chaos magic is because um it is um, it, it it's multifaceted it's a little complex and at the same time it's not Um and, uh, and it's going to sound like there's rules. And yet at the end of all those rules, there are no rules. So, um, it's a, don't worry. I'll, I'll do some videos on it. It it gets people confused and rightly so, because it, <laughs> it can be, it can be confusing. Pagan coffee talk also says that
1: they have a short 30 minute, uh, episode on chaos
0: magic as well. I personally haven't checked that out or anything. So, but yeah. Yeah. We we also did an episode on we we went a little broader. We did Chaos and Magic is I think what we called it. We 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 talked about chaos magic but we talked about just chaos in general and and using chaos uh relating chaos as as uh, with magic. If you're interested in watching that episode.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um
1: I uh, uh, Clyde says thank you I only understand what the names entail it's how I'm basic as fuck but still doable with tarot but tarot I'm not great but good enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh <baby>. oh Clyde <laughs> totally
2: love the little brother
1: <laughs> he also mentioned something about the spoons he said where'd it go I think he said he has too many spoons because he has
0: ADHD.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, he's got like a whole drawer he's carrying around sometimes. <laughs> he,
0: a whole drawer. He's got like a trunk full of spoons, enough to go around for everybody.
2: And they're all falling out. <laughs> I could it's definitely over-
1: take some <laughs> extra spoons. But um, mm-hmm. let's see. Do we have any other spiritual nose that we want to just... Oh, sh- My bad, I'm closing the chat out on my phone out of habit. Um, (laughs) um, Do we have any other spiritual no's that we want to discuss? Also, um, I think we're getting close to wrapping up this topic. So if anybody has any questions in the comments, now would be a great time to start asking them, even if it's a little off topic since it's close to the end.
0: Yeah. Ask us anything. Almost anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pagan Coffee Talk says our view on magic is a little different than others. Um, I'll wait for your reply in the comment, but are you, do you mean like from the Wiccan practice? Is that what you're saying?
0: And and I would agree. I would have, if that is what he's saying, I would have to agree with that. Um, Because obviously, and I think that would hold true, uh, not just for Wiccans, but for anybody that um, chooses to incorporate a religious aspect to yes, their practice. Like Norse uh,
2: tradition and yeah, stuff like that. Exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. Um, or, or, or a Buddhist witch, uh, yeah. even a
2: Christian mm-hmm. witch,
0: Catholic witch. You know, when, when you apply your, the religion to your practice, it's um, for obvious reasons, I think, it is going to you know, have some twists and turns. That's not a good thing or a bad mm-hmm. thing. It's just that's the way, you know, that's the way they practice. The way yeah, because because
1: there's a lot of people nowadays who um, are on a real strong uh, decolonizing kick. And, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm with that in numerous ways. But I will also say that a lot of the the current practices that we are aware of have been so changed over time that you going back to what it was before a time of writing or before a time of, uh, any kind of cross-contamination with, because here's the thing, like colonialization was not the first time people Mm -mm. co-mingled. There was already cross-sharing with different practices Mm -mm. amongst other people. And then once Mm -hmm. they, once they started incorporating the colonizers religions and stuff it's been that way for hundreds of years now so and a lot of this is you know you go back a lot of that wasn't written down so you're trying to reconstruct something that you don't even have source material on so it's like what are you I think you're just going back to what you think you know and you're piecing together the little bits that you do have which is fine but I also think that and i'm going to speak from my practice because it incorporates brujeria and um and mexican folk magic a lot of people are trying to get back to what happened before spain and the inquisition but a lot of the tradition the quote unquote traditional brujeria that is practiced now is so thick with catholicism that you yeah. cannot escape it and so many of the real respected brujas and and, and healers and so on and so forth they incorporate that and they do look at witchcraft very very differently than just a regular witch would because they incorporate Mm -hmm. their their religious beliefs into it so it's very different once religion is playing i mean me and heski have spoken about it because people
2: find me weird because you know, I'm from that background and that upraising. They find it weird when they come in and they see all this other witchy shit and then they come in here and I've got, you know, the Virgin Mary and all that stuff. But that's because I was raised that way and part of that comes from where I grew up mm-hmm. and they don't get it. And I, it's hard to explain to them when they just think of witchcraft as one thing it does it exactly. does get pretty tricky too uh,
0: when you look at different cultures and different, different countries you know um the example i'm about to illustrate will only be relevant to the to doctor who fans so if you're not a doctor <laughs> who fan i apologize i don't remember the name of the race but these guys were so used to being conquered that like that was how their whole culture was it's like they made sure that their streets all had um trees for shade so that when the next uh, place came that conquered them that they would be able to march under the shade so you know like they're all about like we're used to being conquered so come on in so the reason why i say that is because you know, with with my background being Filipino, I kind of look at at, at Filipinos kind of like like that that um, that race in Doctor Who. Um, they were they were conquered by China, occupied by China for a, a few hundred years, and then right after China left, Spain came in, and Spain came in for like another three hundred years. Um, and then after that, Americans came in. And so when you look at uh, the Filipino culture, it is literally a hodgepodge of Chinese, Spanish, and American. Um, you have half-breeds like me, not just here in America, but over there. Bella, you're all over love the place. this
1: but bella uh, fearless said uh, the doctor who references Tivolians.
0: oh tavolian that's right that's right thank you thank you the tavolians <laughs> thank you fearless thank you but um but but the point being is that you know so so going back and looking at um looking at the practices it is really clear to me um how meshed it is, how incredibly meshed it is Um, to pull that apart at this point of, of the, of the Filipino history to me is, I don't see that as um, going, I would, I would literally have to be able to go back 700, 800, 900 years and the amount of literature that exists. And things written down from that point are almost nil. And so mm-hmm. um, and so what I'm looking at, what I consider that I'm, I'm practicing of, of my Filipino heritage, I recognize and understand that it is already mixed with um, American values. It's mis- mixed with Chinese values and Chinese practices and, and, and Spanish. I, I know that but that is my heritage because I mean, that, that is what's there. That that's, that's what the world does. We mix. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, yes and no, because
1: some of it was just assimilation to not get murdered.
0: Understood. Understood. But, but like with most things, they took that and turned it into a good thing.
1: Yeah. And and another thing, too, is that is not the only way things mixed. Like I said, Mm -hmm. inquisitions and colonization was not the only sharing of information. Mm -hmm. There were already people traveling by boat. There were already trades. There were already people sharing information. Um,
0: Again, nomadic cultures. There's cultures, literally whole cultures that are nomadic in nature. Yes. Right. And, and uh, to kind of go back to
1: something that was being discussed previously was um, looking at things different, looking at witchcraft and magical practices different from the perspective of somebody who doesn't see it as a religion versus somebody who does. And this was a discussion that was going on between charisma and pagan talk- coffee talk in the, in the chat was, um, they, they both have celtic background and one is wiccan based and one is not so there was a little bit of a well how do you see it this way how do you see it that way the difference is that one's a religion and one is not one is a spiritual based magical practice one is an organized religion that they follow um that's where a lot of rift comes from. And mm-hmm. I see, I, I'm personally living through this myself now with, with the, the Mexican practices, because a lot of people are like, I wanna do what they were doing before we were colonized. That's a very noble cause. Best wishes to you, I hope you succeed. Um, and as I learn more about pre-colonial stuff, I will be incorporating that too, because that's my heritage. That's my roots. The more I learn about the history, the more I incorporate it. But to act like you can do something 100% as it was done hundreds of years ago, I feel like you're kind of setting yourself up for a failure that is going to be very deeply rooted, that you're going to feel very bad about. And you shouldn't, because it's not your fault and that's just how history played out and it is what it is now and again noble cause learn as much as you can about your history but uh, you got to remember there were certain cultures that writing was not how they kept their history and
2: unfortunately a lot of that was wiped out but you know like the north tradition everything was taken and written down and transcribed by the christians that came and got rid of stuff so those a lot of those people out there, are like oh, but I want I want to be a traditional Norse heathen or whatever you want to call them. That's not going to be what it is because, like in the Eddas and stuff, they broke They're literally down- written by Christians. Yeah, they yeah. were documented of what the Christians saw of the Norse people and the yeah. Saxons and you know everybody in the Germanic tribes. It's not what we, our ancestors, actually were doing or not even detailed descriptions
0: so I think what I think what a lot of people um forget or maybe overlook whether subconsciously or they choose to overlook it is that um nobody is saying and myself included that a lot of what happened uh was nobody is saying that it wasn't bad that it wasn't a bad thing nobody is saying that it wasn't a wrong thing but you know what, the, the beautiful thing about humanity is that we grow and we strive out of tragedy. And, um, you know, I tell people all the time, when people say, you know, if you could change one thing in your life, what would you change? I wouldn't change a damn thing. I would go through every piece of bullshit, again, 10 times over, because I like who I am today. I like what that's made me. And I feel like that's the same with cultures and, and countries. Those tragedies are tragedies. There's no doubt about that, but to try to erase that and to go back and look behind that, um, to me feels like in many ways, you're negating all the growth and all the, all the positive changes that came from that. Um, again, that's just my personal opi- opinion. Um, it's, it's uh, yeah, I, I think it's a shame sometimes
1: you know, yeah. when, when
0: people look at things the other way
1: yeah and and end of story it's just a it's a reconstructionist it's more so than traditionalist like as as much as you want it to be it's you're reconstructing what you think it is based on what you what your research is showing you somebody else's research may show them something different um you know that's history for you it sucks but it is what it is and it's written by
0: the winners history is written by the winners well
1: eh, no history is written by people who wrote it down it's just so happens that the most of the time the people that you the people that win push their shit more but there there is very much resources written by people who were not the victors it's just harder to come by exactly to come by by. it's it's usually in lower numbers um usually suppressed or had been suppressed in the past suppressed, uh, banned, so on and so forth, burned, yeah,
2: that's yeah. why yep. I want to break into the Vatican's library,
1: oh my god, we know Brandy G.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
1: okay. I, I can see it now, we're gonna get, we're gonna have somebody in a suit show up at all of our doorsteps one day, talking about, are like, you guys planning to break into the?" I had nothing to do with this, <laughs> she lives over there, brandy i'm snitching because they ain't coming to my door with this shit <laughs> oh i want
0: that library well shall we shall we wrap up it's uh, we got uh, yeah. nine minutes to five wow we've been taught we've been yapping yeah
1: it's almost six here. So.
0: every time i think like how are we going to how are we going to keep talking about the subject we always find a way to just yap <laughs> well, I mean, not to mention, I've noticed too. Uh,
1: we have an easier time now that we're live because we have all these great people that were talking to us in the yeah. comments. Yeah, and, yeah. great comments actually, today. Great I comments. will say this: you guys are the reason we do this live now because I think the first time we did live, it was to just to celebrate a milestone. But then, like yeah. the amount of feedback we got in the comments, we were like, we really liked that, and we fed off the energy. And then, you know, if we Love got the into interaction. A spot, yeah if we got oh, into yeah. a spot where we didn't know what to say next usually somebody had something to say that would send us off on another tangent um mm-hmm. not to mention I feel like this gives us more room to clarify things like if we Yay. say something that somebody disagrees like we can mm-hmm. disagree and, and share each other's opinions again kind of yeah. going back to what we say about having discussions with people who we're, we don't share a path with who we don't share um
0: you know maybe the same opinions on things with mm-hmm. you know what I love. I love that we have really smart listeners. I'm not saying that to like you know kiss ass. I yeah, no, because I, we don't. I, we do I, I not kiss it. ass first. I we have yeah. inquisitive
2: <laughs> people. Like I yeah. love the like how everybody asks us questions, either if it pertains to the subject or it doesn't. It I I like that you know we've got inquisitive people. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if
1: I don't know if I said this on a live or if I just said this in private, but. I honestly feel like I do not question the authenticity of our listeners. This Mm-mm. goes back to, Mm-mm. you know, we, our, our page, our following might not be growing in thousands by the day, like some of these people, but I question a lot of their followers is like authenticity. Whereas the people that are here, I can tell by the interactions we have that. I don't, I don't question y'all. And I would it rather works. have, I would rather have 700, whatever legitimate people following us and taking what we are saying as, you know, not gospel, but something that like,
0: like under consideration.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a a mutual respect between us and our followers. It's not just like a blind following, like what these people say goes. Um, I don't want that. We never wanted that. And we, we knew this from the very beginning that we weren't going to wake up one day with a million followers. I don't want a million fad folk followers, this is—it's it's not what we want. So, I'm gonna stop ranting. But I just—I want to thank you guys for being authentic and, and intelligent, and you know, not fad folk and and just hopping yes. on something because we said so.
2: Right.
3: Right. Right. So, thank you guys <laughs> okay. for
1: coming. It was Thank nice you. seeing you guys. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see you, charisma. I know it's late as hell there. Um, so, <laughs> so thanks for coming, charisma. Take, coffee talk. It's always nice to see you, fearless, uh, unicorn and our our sister. Hi, sister. <laughs> Autumn. Mm, yes. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.